and welcome to the Voices of Sustainability. My name is Ellie Jankowski and I will be your host for today's episode. Today's episode is going to be an interview with Sion, our environmental justice intern, and she's going to be recapping some of the main points from the Gather film that we showed last night. It was a really awesome event, and I'm excited for you all to hear about it, so let's get into it. So I'm here with Sion, our environmental justice intern, and she's going to tell you a little bit about our Gather film um, event we had the other night. So Sion, if you want to share that. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Sion, um, the environmental justice intern for HAS this year. Um, Gather was a documentary that we showed on November 16th, it was sponsored by um, the Culture, um, the Center for Diversity and Inclusion, CDI, and the Office of Sustainability in collaboration with the Greed Lakeshore. Um, the documentary was centered around um, Native American food culture and sustainability and food sovereignty. And yeah, it was, it was a great time. Ellie, you were there too. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a great event. Um, some of the things that stuck out to me when I was watching the film was the idea that was portrayed throughout was that like food can heal and how the um, Native Americans on the reservations don't have that healthy food. And so I thought it was amazing the work that those different groups that they showed were doing um, with the gardens and teaching people how to cook um, was really awesome. And trying to bring the buffalo back, it was one thing that really shocked me was the the picture they showed of like the 63 million buffalo that were killed just for the purpose of forcing the native americans to become dependent on the u.s government um was very shocking to see um very eye-opening and yeah i just think that idea of food can heal is very powerful and i love to see all the great work that people are trying to do and spreading awareness with the film. Yeah, totally. Um, I really loved um, the group of men from Northern California. They were part of the tribe that was uh, to be contacted last by the settlers. And it was so interesting that they said by the time they got they got to them, they were not even trying to sign any treaty because they know like they've come from, you know, Massachusetts and all the way to Northern um, California and they have not respected those treaties. And so it was really interesting to see like how um, I think he said one of the men, um, he said only like 10% of the population survived right. and they are the descendants of the, of the 10% that survived and seeing how you know they're young they have they're dealing with different health issues because of the food um that they've been you know forced to eat for for hundreds of years and it was just so interesting to see how they're trying to recover from that and and do so like even though they know they don't really have the support system just like being there for each other um every time their scene came i was so happy i was like really interested in their story so yeah it was um it was a great documentary i loved it yeah, those were all great ideas. I loved seeing the group of men um, up in Northern California, too. They had a great story. Um, so we also did have a panel after the event. Yes. And yeah, Sion, if you want to introduce who spoke there at the panel, that'd be great. 
Yeah, so um, we had three panelists. Um, first, we had um, Nathan Mayotte. He's um, a senior at Hope College. He is, I believe, a secondary education major with a minor in history. And he's also um, a Native American student um, here on campus. Um, the second panelist was Dr. Chuck Green. Um, he's had his previous work um, has included uh, work around racial justice. So, um, and he did mention, um, well, he did give a presentation about land and the land acknowledgement statement and um, the significance of doing those um, in whatever we do. And then our third panelist was Professor Jesus Montano. Um, he helped in creating a multi-ethnic um, studies program here at Hope College. Um, he's been part of um, the institution for like, I believe more than 20 years. So yeah, those three were our panelists uh, for the night. Yeah. I loved hearing from all of them, especially Nathan being a student here. Um, it was cool to get like the younger perspective and the professor's perspectives too. Um, yeah, I think the panel did like reflect um, the audience. If you notice, like they were from different um, like ages and genders. So yeah, I think we did a good job. <laughs> like to pat myself on the back, but like <laughs> we did um, a great job of trying to reflect um, how the audience looked. Like, yes. Yeah, I agree. It was great. Um, very well put together. So what ideas from the panelists and the questions that were asked stood out to you? Yeah, I think there was um, a question about reparations. And um, usually when we think of reparations, we think in terms of money. And one of the things that Nathan said that was really just beautiful was we need to think beyond monetary assistance and like understanding how there's so many there's so much history native american history in the united states that we don't really get taught in school or people just like forget it exists um so i think what they said about learning and acknowledging the history that really was here before a lot of the settlers uh moved into different states um is really important so i think thinking because it's very easy to like throw money at things and think that they're solved but like really learning and relearning and unlearning um takes a lot of effort so i really appreciate that point yeah yeah i agree with what you said about like they don't need or want your money um mm -hmm. it's just like about making that effort to learn like you said yeah i think um one of the things uh professor montano mentioned was the 20 dollar bill and how andrew mm -hmm. jackson is on it and he was one of you know he's one of the founding fathers but he did have involvement with the genocide of native americans so and when he asked like what is our relation to that where we're like sports clubs that have mascots that you know resemble or that imitate native american chiefs like what does that say about us as consumers and um just members of society so um those are like really am amazing and just like um thought-provoking points that were mentioned and i really appreciated that yeah yeah, those were great points that were brought up. I agree. Yeah. So you did mention there um, about land acknowledgement statements. Do you want to explain a little bit more about what those are? Yeah, so land acknowledgement statements are um, um, statements that we should say at the beginning of you know class or whatever events that we're holding in order to pay respect and acknowledge um, the 
the history that we stand on, the land that we stand on, the um, indigenous tribes that lived um, on the land that we live in. And yesterday was great um, because like at the beginning, we read um, a land acknowledgement statement and um, Dr. Green, who's had previous work with uh, creating a land acknowledgement statements in partnership with um, leaders of or members of uh, Native American uh, tribes around here, did give a presentation about that. And I think it was great. Sometimes I feel like there's certain things that we know from just like the surface, but if you were to stop and ask people like, what are the tribes that um, uh, that, that lived here before uh, the settlers came in? People don't know that. And and those groups, those communities still exist. Their members still live here. So I think it's important to not only just like say it in words, but actually, of course, technology in words, but moving forward, putting in the work and making sure that we're supporting, learning and um, just affirming that what, what we're saying is um, is something that we believe in, something that we're willing to put our um, actions into. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. That was the first I had ever heard a land acknowledgement statement. So it was super powerful. I I enjoyed learning about it. Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, it's good because we don't sometimes uh, this was something that was also mentioned, um, I think, by one of our audience members, how we think, for example, here here in Holland, um, history started in 1840-something, 18, and that we sometimes tend to think that there was nothing before that, and mm-hmm. a certain group of people just, like, came in and gave us all that we had, and forget that there were people, communities, um, families that lived here, and that deserved to be honored and respected for maintaining the land, sustaining the land, and they continue to be uh, members of our community, so it's only fair that um, we honor them. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And do you want to give a last little plug for any upcoming events or people to shout out from the event? Sure. Um, I would like to thank Margot uh, from CDI for her continued work and Michelle, of course, from HAZ and also sustainability. They've done great work in the past month um, trying to put this event together. So thank you to them. Um, our listeners follow CDI on Instagram, subscribe to their mailing list as well as um, has. Um, there will be events in the, in the spring semester. Um, so yeah, come to those um, and try to learn, try to read uh, more about Native American history and um, look for uh, look for it in, in your community and, um, and see what you can do to support. So Great. Thank you so much for coming on and talking, Sion. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune into next week's episode and follow us on our Instagram at Haas underscore Hope College.